What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of Side Dish. Uh, this is Rudy speaking. This is uh, Grant. This is Lake. And once again, we are a man down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish we're becoming a, more of a legend at this point. Yeah. yeah. Are we a man down, or is this kind of a mythical creature, Redbeard? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a legend now. It's the legend of Redbeard. <laughs> Will Redbeard return? Or Arg. will he ever be a part of things? And won't you guess it? He's still studying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that's a bit of a bummer, but maybe one day he'll he'll come back to us. Dude, to s- studying here with finger quotes. I just saw him come out of his room sweating. So you know, <laughs> Is he maybe that's too? some intense he, studying. Was my pr- last week? I said he was studying and lifting. At the, same, at the same time, time. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's just putting his textbooks in like a a, a bar, squatting them while they're open, so he's he can doing read those them. like r- rocky sit-ups where he's like hanging <laughs> off a ledge, and he's got like a book he's reading. Yeah. Both with his trusty AirPods, <laughs> he's out the window <laughs> to make sit-ups. Oh, it's fun. We live on the fourth floor, so <laughs> add an element of danger, then you can't fall. Well, so get that yeah. one last rep or you die. You, 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 you can fall. It's just recommended not to. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're pushing on. Um, not not exactly running as a full team here, but we've been working efficiently. I'd say with seventy five percent of said team. Um, this week we've got a new topic. Grant, what are we talking about? Well, it's story time. From your old gram- grandpa. I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> it is uh, story time this week, so we're gonna be telling a little bit of stories. So just kind of, kind of from w- different walks of life, different time periods. Um, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to the stories we chose. Uh, about 15 minutes ago, I was like, let's just tell some stories tonight, because we've all got good stories to tell, good stories to be heard. When it, when at this point in our life, we have so much life experience exactly, that it's, yeah, it's yeah. insane. Well, when you think about what story you have to tell, there's one of two things that could happen. You can either be thinking a long time because you have so much that you want to share, or you could uh, fall into my camp where you feel like you've done nothing interesting and nothing <laughs> funny. Um, so I picked out the one funny story of my life. Well, now I'm on my toes. What is it? Am I starting this week? I mean, you just build. Yeah, build, I just did. Okay. <laughs> I ended, ended last week. I guess I can start off. Um, okay, so let me place you. Uh, let me set the stage here. I am a junior in high school. I, I went to a small private school in Indianapolis. About 100 people in my graduating class. So this was five years ago? Jeez, yes, five years ago. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Um, so, E-K-E. What? E-K-E. Everybody knew everybody. Yes. Uh, class, sorry, bro. class could brief. Uh, <laughs> but if everyone knows everybody in high school, that means everybody knows who everybody's asking to prom. We didn't have prom. So everyone knew what everybody, who everybody was asking to our junior, senior, formal. Um, so junior, senior... No dancing, of course, no dancing. We're Christian. Um, it's like Footloose. Um, David never danced in the Bible, in the streets. 
Oh, wait. To Timberland Liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, did. So we'd have a, a dinner and just, I, yeah, just a dinner pretty much. Um, That's lit. Girls would get dressed up and take pictures with all their friends. Guys would just look awkward. Um, but I knew who I, who I was going to ask. Um, a girl I was interested in at the time. Um, and I knew somebody else was going to ask her. But I had a plan all set up. Um, now that I look back on it, it was a plan that really serviced myself. I played <laughs> baseball. I was going to have her come to one of my games and give her a ball. <laughs> it's real simple. Uh, <laughs> I was going to hit her a foul ball to exactly where she was sitting. Yeah, yeah. On foul ball. Pitch one over the fence. Will you go to junior slash senior formal with me? Right after it smacks her in the head. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had that planned. I was going to ask her. Um, and I found out that another guy in my friend group was also going to ask her. Um, so it was, like, this weird tension, like, who's going to ask her first? And I found out the exact time he was going to ask her. He was going to ask her... On the day that I was, just at the end of school, so I was gonna wait till the so you baseball were on game. A deadline. Yeah, I was gonna wait till the baseball game. He was gonna do it after school. Oh crap! I gotta get something together. I have nothing. Um, I better get some flowers. Um, and and slide in before he does. Let's take you guys to two other people involved in this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Graham, okay? Luke and Graham both wanted to ask uh, Joy to... You know Joy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wanted to ask Joy to Junior Senior. I don't know Joy. You don't know Joy. I don't. Like, um, friends with Allie. Not nice. But on the same... They found out they wanted to ask on the same day. Graham comes to school with Starbucks coffee for Joy and flowers. And he's going to ask Joy when she walks in the building. Luke finds out, also came to school prepared with flowers. He stands about 50 feet in front of Graham, waiting for her to come in the door. No. And so he's going to intercept her before Graham does. Nice. Graham finds out. He goes to the entrance of the school <laughs> to intercept Joy before Dude, she gets to private Luke. school drama, bro. <laughs> you guys didn't... Sounds like you guys didn't have enough girls. It's true. It's a poor selection. It's like you guys are fighting. Um... But word gets to Luke that Graham is waiting at the front of the building. So Luke goes to the front of the building as well. Uh, one of Joy's friends sends a message that Joy is entering the parking lot of, of the school. We had a crossing guard that sat right in front of the entrance of the school, allowing cars to go by, kids to cross the street. Uh, if, you, if he had his hand up to stop, you didn't go. You'd get in trouble. Because, I mean, it's a liability on the school if a kid gets hit. Um, so Luke and Graham go out of the entrance onto the sidewalk, waiting for Joy. As the crossing guard puts his hand up, Luke takes off into the parking lot to Joy's parking spot. We had assigned parking spots, and Graham gets left at the curb. Joy pulls in. Luke asks her. She says yes. Graham is furious because he just got stopped by the crossing guard. <laughs> His plans for junior senior were completely ruined. In a fit of rage, he takes his flowers, 
throws them in the garbage can. Let's fast forward about four oh hours my here. Gosh, you do. Do you not. remember my story about how Paul? That's sorry, sorry, Paul. Paul was gonna ask this girl before I did, and I didn't have anything, or did I? Or did I? <laughs> Resourceful. You were like, you were like, Wait. Was it like one of those psych moments where like you you realized in your mind? Yes, but Graham was my Gus, so Graham wanted to help me out with this. And I was going to, like, walk to CVS or something and get flowers. Graham says, let's check the trash can at the front of the school and see if they're still there. Lo and behold, a perfect bouquet of flowers right in the middle of the trash can. (laughs) So uh, I got the flowers out of the trash can. I did not walk back through the school. I walked around the outside of the school. Um, to my mom, my mom's a teacher there, walked to her room um, so that nobody would see the trash can flowers. No one would have a trace. I put the flowers in a cup in my mom's room, and at the end of the school day, I caught the girl as she left the class right in front of Paul and asked her to junior senior with trash can flowers. Did she say Is yes? It? She said yes, and nice. dated for three months. Is this the same Paul I know? It's the same Paul. That's you know. okay. <laughs> That's even better. I didn't know that part of it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Little did he know that your roommate would later do the same thing to him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, uh, wow, sorry. Paul got wrecked by a, a squad. <laughs> sorry, girl who I gave trash can flowers to, but it was my only option. I had a fun junior senior. It was fun. Um, oh, that's so funny. I don't know if she ever found out. A lot of people knew. Like I said, a hundred people. One person knows. Graham knows. A lot of people know. Um, but they were good flowers. That's awesome. What am I gonna do? I'm using Bro, exactly it's, that. It's the uh, it's the five hour rule. <laughs> I have no regrets whatsoever. No, I mean, I so I didn't know that Graham helped you do that. I just thought you remembered. No, so he. We're at lunch. We all ate lunch together. Um, like, I'm talking all of us: Luke, Graham, Paul, and me. We we're all part of the oh, same no. lunch group. Jeremy was part of this too. And <laughs> Graham looks at me and goes, "We should check the trash can up front, to see." Because he was he was still pissed from earlier. And he's like, "I want these to be put to use." And uh, we went up front, and they were there. What What did Paul do? Because did Paul hear this? If he was at lunch with you, uh, Graham was on my side of oh, this. Okay. Okay. Um, and so he came up and kind of nudged me a little bit. Like I got a plan. Yeah, he he made sure Paul couldn't hear because okay. Paul would have asked before. Yeah. I I did, and he was pretty upset. Dude, can we shout out that. this uh, TBM total bro move by uh, by Graham? It's true. It was a bro move by to, Graham. The selfless move of, you know, it's a crappy day for you. You just got held up by the, the cross man. And now you're thinking about your bro. You're like, wait, how can I help a bro out here? He went from <laughs> having a bad day to helping a bro out. Graham was a big bro. He, he was a bro. And uh little epilogue here. Joy found out about the Graham-Luke competition and thought it was pretty crappy of Luke. And so, I can't remember. I think two days later, 
Joy told Luke that she wouldn't go with him. She went with Graham. No. And Graham and Joy dated for about a year. No. <laughs> so serious? No. I'm serious. Yeah. Good things well, come dude, to those. Why was she? Why was she mad at Luke when, or when they both did it? Because I think I think Graham had been planning on it for a while, and Luke. Oh, he just jumped on the train. Right. So. I thought it was because Luke disobeyed the crossing guard. <laughs> I can't. Da- I, I don't date bad boys. I don't. <laughs> well, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so moral of the story. Um, if you get beat to asking the girl you want to prom or junior senior, um, throw away your flowers. You'll get her two days later. Okay. You're fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> and then let your bro use those trash can flowers to ask... The girl that he, he that wants. is the moral of the story. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's a good as lesson. is life. Yeah, <laughs> keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. When we reform Valentine's Day, that could be on on the list of like, mm, yeah. that's true possibilities. Maybe we did say we were going to reform Valentine's yeah. Day. We said that, and then the second we finished maybe the podcast, week. I was like, ah, that sounds like so much work. Yeah, I'm saying like in the future. Oh we yeah, Valentine's episode four. We are reforming. Uh, we'll no, get a panel. Could this be foreshadowing to our? February 14th episode mm. dude that's a good call the time has come <laughs> we'll keep let's, teasing let's, it till then yeah, <laughs> we'll play we'll put in a little compilation of all the times we've talked about Valentine's Day put it together yeah um, a really, and that'll be the video like really well done put together compilation of our voices I know that Rudy will love doing that I was gonna say you keep saying this so this is gonna be my job <laughs> mm. that's my story that's that's such a good story. I, I love that. I don't know if my story has a moral or a lesson to it. It's more just a, that's cool. <laughs> I'm ready to say that. We're going to cool. have genuine reactions, too. We're not doing anything for the pod here. Yeah. Um, all right, so my story. Um, I think I was maybe a senior this time. Senior in high school. And... Uh, my friend Chuddy had told me about this. I'm going to do finger quotes here for th- those listening. Uh, an abandoned library. And uh, so he was like, dude, there's this abandoned library. It's super cool. This old guy owns it. And he just like lets anybody come to it. And you like sign into this book. And they have like all these old books. And like one of them, one of the books contains like a treasure map for some treasure in Indiana. And I was like, dude, okay, cool. You had me at treasure. <laughs> <laughs> you um, lost me at library, but you found me at treasure. <laughs> yeah. Is this place still. Ex- uh, you have me at treasure. <laughs> the TV show. Dude, this place it. does does exist, but you might want to keep listening to the story. Okay. <laughs> and so you have to park at this, like, rich neighborhood and then, like, walk a mile okay. to get there. And so we, we, we park at this neighborhood. I'm with my friend Harry. Um, my, my, my friend Cole just told me he just marked the location for me he didn't he didn't come with us and so it's just me and my friend Harry um, we're going to this abandoned had Harry ever been there before? Um, or had neither of you been there before? I think Harry had went with Cole one time okay so Harry's dire- he, he's leading me we're going through this fence dude oh somebody else was with us though it doesn't matter. This is an irrelevant person. <laughs> Man. Oh. You just burn them on a national podcast. Well, they don't know they're burned. International. 
Internet. <laughs> they don't Excuse know they're burned. Me. I'm I didn't sorry. say their name. Hold on. For all of our international <laughs> listeners, I, I sincerely apologize. Um, we're inclusive of all colors and creeds. And languages. And languages. Except for the Swiss. Hmm. They think they're, they're hot shots. They're do we neutral. need to cut that out? They're neutral on everything. What, what Dude, and we're back. <laughs> Just Anyways, they make going, good watches. They're going through. They're going through the fence. <laughs> so we're going through the fence, and this irrelevant guy goes, "Dude, I think we're in a fenced-in area with a bull." And I'm like, "Dude, no, we're not." I'm like, "I see the bull," and I'm like. Dude, we're totally fine. That bull's not going to come after us. And so we duck under the fence. We go and duck under the other part of the fence. We go to the library. We're checking it out. We're going through the books. We're signing in through the area. And um, Harry gets a call from his dad because he drove us there. And Harry said, hey, the cops are at my car right now. And they just called my dad because it's just sitting there. And they like tracked the license plate and found who the owner was. So we had to go back to the car, and apparently the cops had been looking for like where we had went because the neighbor had called, and said there was a suspicious car there, and so they had followed us through there. And when we met up with the cops, they were like, "Yeah, we we thought people went through there, but we didn't think you guys would actually go in there because that's a bull." <laughs> <laughs> seeing this right like, <laughs> we're like oh, I wouldn't do anything right and he's like no that that, that would charge you <laughs> yes probably uh, <laughs> pretty consistently known to do things to people <laughs> I was like dude bullshmole dude bullshmole <laughs> So yeah, we went we went past the bull. Any then, matadors that are listening in from Spain would probably know something about that. <laughs> Our international people. Yeah. Out there. So dude, and he's like, "What were you guys doing?" And I was like, "Well, it's kind of hard to explain, but we're treasure hunters, <laughs> and uh, we were looking for some treasure." <laughs> Obviously. Um, but we we told him we we were at this library of this friend we knew. Um, but not really, because it was this old guy that Chuddy apparently knew. And so he asked us who this old guy was, and Harry just off the top of his head, we had no idea what this guy's name was, and he just like puts out like Greg or something, just off the top. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> and he said it with such confidence that the cop was like, all right. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that is the man right there. Oh, you mean librarian Greg? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you kids have fun. Exactly. And so he was like, all right, well, just don't leave your car parked here next time. And I was like, dude, will do. Half a life is just confidence. If you have confidence, people will believe most of what you say. Mm. Confidence and, ironically, honesty. Yeah. E either or, a lot of the time. That yeah, 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 yeah. If you're just like brutally honest about a situation, most of the time, like when we got stopped by the cops at Vanderbilt, yeah, they're like, "Hey, were you guys on the football field?" Yep. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Ran our forty times, <laughs> and had they been sub five, you might even not have ticketed us. <laughs> even took these pom poms. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't clean up very well. <laughs> no, that's that's so true. <laughs> Is this in Bloomington? 
this is in Bloomington. Why have we not been there? I could take There's a bowl there. Were <laughs> 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 you not listening? <laughs> Apparently, it's a non-aggressive bowl. Dude, we'd yeah, be t- fine, bro. We've done it multiple times. Don't sure. wear any IU colors. <laughs> there are books in there? Yeah, a lot of old books, dude. What? That's really See, cool. the thing about it is, I've never met this old guy. So I'm like, dude, have I been going to this old guy's library? <laughs> going in there, signing in with Leaving his Leaving evidence. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... He's probably like, dude, what is wrong with my library? It's haunted. <laughs> Has a seance. Is Grant here? <laughs> Grant signs in. He was here. He was here. <laughs> this old guy probably is freaked out. Is it like, it's abandoned? Or, well, quote unquote. I don't know. It yeah, it's like, quote unquote. Well, like, what? Who has so, a... it sounds like it's it's owned, but not, but abandoned. How owned, do you get but in? Abandoned. You just walk in. Who has a library? Yeah, who just owns a library? I didn't think about that. <laughs> okay, when I say library, when I heard library, I was like, dude, that sounds sick. And I like showed up, and it's like a barn full of like books. Okay. It still sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm thinking like the freaking library of Alexandria here. Yeah. Dude, you're <laughs> thinking like multiple like floors. Lost manuscripts. Yeah. Ornate stone masonry. Something out of Scooby-Doo that would just be epic. Some... See who's under that mask. <laughs> When I showed up, I was very disappointed, but then I was also like, this is kind of cool. I want to see it. Oh, I don't want to get gored by a bull, but I want to yeah. see it. Well, that reminds me I it's probably not even alive at this point. <laughs> I had to do uh, the same thing. I had to park in this neighborhood to go to this uh, abandoned water park back home. I remember you telling uh, me about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was really cool, but you have to like park in this neighborhood behind this car dealership and then walk past like the fence of like this... Uh, like a, a, a used storage place or whatever. Um, but it's really cool once you get there. Uh, there's one part that's really freaky. There's like, uh, at the top of the hill now, it's it's very overgrown. At the top of the hill they have... A like bowl. A, uh, a, yeah. <laughs> they have a giant billboard, and they like they just tear down the old billboard signs, like the, the whatever it's made of, um, the material, and just leave it there. And there's this one is hung over top of like this short tree stump. And it... It really looks like a person. It and we went like not at night, but as it was start, the sun was going down, and when I saw it, my heart dropped. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. Did you guys bring like water bottles so you could pour them down the slides and slide? Well, the main slide is made of cement, so <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to go down that. What, how'd they slide down it? You, my dad told me about it because he used to go to this when it was operational and you would have to have a rug and he said his favorite activity was pushing his friends off their rugs <laughs> and seeing them at the bottom all like scraped up. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That was a sadist. It was the 70s. People didn't care. They didn't have rules. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dude, they saw in like 240p back then. <laughs> yeah. Everything was blurry. That we we should go. That was when color was first invented. <laughs> we should we should go to this library because it can be the first stop on our treasure hunting tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We good. have a proposition. This has been since sophomore year or freshman year. Freshman year. Freshman year of college. Like wow. very end of it, I think. Um, I had the idea of. I took a class on Nazis, and there is Nazi treasure. Buried in a lake over in Europe. They know it's there. They just can't get to the bottom of it. 
Because it's in, in a bunch of logs. Yeah. You'd think that, like, the technology we have nowadays could, like, get to the bottom of a lake. But there's, like, this layer of, like, petrified wood um, that they just can't get under. And everyone who's dived down there to that part has gotten trapped and died. Jeez. But there's Nazi treasure, like, billions of dollars worth at the bottom of this lake. So my idea was... We'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) I've never done it. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I'm lake. Here's the thing. I I just don't understand how, if there's that much money, no one's taking, like, a submarine. That, they've, yeah, they've tried. That's insane. Look it up. I forget what the lake's called. the issue is is they've got too much experience. We have none, so we wouldn't make those same experience mistake. Exactly. It's like Monopoly, dude. Rudy, we both have dive watches now. Oh, yeah, we do. Mm. So we can... Thanks to our upcoming sponsor that we'll soon name once they sponsor us. Dude, and I think my Apple Watch could work at that depth. I think so. Just don't lose it. (laughs) Uh, I would for sure lose my AirPods. Yeah, Lake Toplitz. Lake Toplitz is what it's called. It's... It's, yeah. Where is it? It's in. I think it's a. In is it Germany? Germany or Austria? I think it's a German. Nazi. Uh, Austrian. Austria. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, we had the idea. Let's just do it. National Geographic will sponsor our trip. We'll get paid. People will watch our show or History Channel. History Channel more likely. History Channel. Yeah. Um. They'll pay us. We'll find Let's the not treasure. Count out Nat Geo, dude. Yeah, but like that's a History Channel thing. Searching for Nazi gold. Like, yeah. I can hear it yeah. now. Yeah. Mostly because we'll be doing the voiceover. Yeah. Dude, uh, let's <laughs> also not count out Animal Planet because I'm a straight beast. Animal Planet? That's nothing to do with it. Yeah. Nazi treasure. Nazi treasure? Dude, they do documentaries. We'll, we'll spread our. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spread it out. We'll, we'll I guess cast the white on net. the animals that are the Nazi treasure hunters. <laughs> but uh, we're going to find the treasure. We're going to be sponsored by History Channel or animal planet because I'm uh, a beast and they're gonna pay us we're gonna find the treasure paying us would have been enough the treasure's gonna give us some leeway to keep on going keep on trucking find exactly find the treasure of Redbeard at that <laughs> at that point we don't have to find any more treasure we could just be because you find one people get hooked and mm-hmm. then it's it's a finding Bigfoot situation where right. you're never gonna find Bigfoot just looking for t- random treasure. Sadly, we would probably have to give most of the treasure back to like governments. Like no, the way, I like the way you just said that. We're not gonna find big. You didn't say Bigfoot doesn't exist. You just <laughs> accepted. We're never gonna find him. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta find him. All right. <laughs> Look, I don't think wanna... we are. I can't say he doesn't exist because we haven't found him. We're not gonna find him. Does that mean he doesn't exist? Dude, Bigfoot was made by the government to get all the woke people to search for this monster that doesn't exist while to keep them off the trail of the actual government. They're close. That's doing bad things. (laughs) They've been close for four seasons. I think this might be the one. (laughs) (laughs) It's all these people that would be raiding Area 51 right now if they weren't out searching for Bigfoot. And that's it's, that's why the government created them. Yeah, that's along true. with giraffes. Should we role play? What? Should we role play some Bigfoot hunting? Right now, <laughs> guys, look over in the trees. <laughs> look over in the trees. What's that? Do you see movement? Get the cameras out. Get the cameras out. Why are the batteries low? <laughs> 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 we're, we're getting 
<laughs> Why do we just have audio right now? <laughs> Guys, it's getting close. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's just our dog. Oh, Skip, you gave me a fright. Uh, I really thought we had him that time. Dude, what are we doing? That's how they get him every time. The government, bro. The government? No. No, Skip, the dog. No. Yeah. Which was raised by the government. Oh. That's how they get you. And 8 minute 32, 28.34 is the timestamp for when we cut that out. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I'm not cutting that up. Okay. That's too much work. <laughs> it's really not. It's just the sound. It won't flow. Um, on our GoFundMe page, you can sponsor our treasure hunting endeavors. And a new editor, so I don't have to do it anymore. And a new guest book for the librarian of yeah, the, it's getting full on the Bloomington Haunted Library. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rudy, let's let's hear your story. Yeah. Um, this is one I, I know Lake knows because he was there. And I'm sure I've told you multiple times, Grant, um, about my encounter with the TSA. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, let's back up a little bit. Um, this is around... I don't know, early November, and I went to Nashville, Indiana, um, with my girlfriend, and we were going around to these, a lot of fun, small boutique shops there, and I found uh, this, like, men's, just storage, just a bunch of random guy stuff in it. Haberdashery? Sure. A haberdashery. <laughs> <laughs> and they have, like, a, a a knife case at the front, and my, my little brother connects collects knives, um, and I saw two that were really cool. One was like a, in like an ornate pocket knife um, that had uh, had like the like a Native American headdress at at the the spin the pivot point of mm-hmm. the blade, and then the rest of it was like a landscape um, that had a buck on it. It was really cool, um, all silver with some bronze in it. Um, just the color bronze. I don't probably wasn't bronze. I don't know. Either way, um, it was sweet. And then I, I also saw this uh, a shuriken, uh, a ninja star. Um, that was it, it. It was it was like oval shaped, shorter on two sides, longer on two sides. Um, and it was like, what's the word for it? like multicolored like a. Rainbow, rainbow, but, Chrom- but rainbow it, chromatic. Chrom- yeah, it was like chromatic and like a bunch of different colors. But it, uh, yeah, it it was it was really cool looking. Um, very like decorative, not for use of actual ninjas. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Aaron will love these. So I I got them. It was they were it was not expensive. It was a nice small little shop. And so I, I brought them back, and they're gonna be the, his Christmas present that I was gonna give to him. But I, it was early November, so I was going home for Thanksgiving break. I was like, oh, I'll bring them home now so I don't forget later. So I threw them in my backpack in like this zippered pocket I have in, in the middle section that I never use. So I was like, oh, let's put it in there. Um, this was the same time uh, where we were in the process of founding our fraternity on campus. And every single year they have uh, 
National Leadership Summit in Texas. And so all the officers of the fraternity go. And so I'm vice president, so I go to Texas. Um, and our dues pay for our flights and trip to, to Dallas for a couple of days. Um, so I'm like, I, I got to pack up for Dallas and for um, going home after for Thanksgiving break. So I, I pack up my backpack. I pack up my, um, my duffel bag, have everything I need. And we go to the airport and I didn't take anything out of my backpack I only added things to it so um, we're going through the airport and we get to the security checkpoint and my bag gets pulled I have no idea why um, <laughs> they <laughs> scanned it and pulled it off to the side and they go through their procedure like hey is there anything sharp in here that might poke me I was like no, I mean, there's like pencils and pens in there. It's just my backpack. And and he's going through it. And I hear him unzip a pouch <laughs> in the middle part of my backpack. And the second he did that, I just, I knew exactly what was in that pouch. And it was a knife and a rainbow shuriken. And he pulls out this like small black bag. And he's like, what's in here? And... I just I didn't know what to say at this point. I was like, uh, uh, and so he opens the bag and and pulls out a knife and this throwing star, and I swear within like a ten seconds it felt like there were like eight TSA agents like around me, um, and he starts asking me all about it, and uh, I'm trying to explain to him what it was, but he wasn't really paying attention. Um, and the head of TSA had to, we, they had to like hold me there, not like hold, physically hold me, but they're like, you have, to, you have to stay here. The head of TSA had to come down and like, we went through this whole question process. We were there for probably, wow, it was like 40 minutes it felt. It was a long time. It was a long time. Meanwhile, the other six officers that are with us are all through the checkpoint laughing at me. Um, you were the last person to go through. And I, I was the first person and I'm like, no, I was in the middle of the. I was in the middle of the group. Oh, you. Yeah, guess but I was the last person to, to finish. Through. Yeah, I was the first person to get through. I'm like, what in the world is Rudy doing? <laughs> you like lose a shit. I thought. I thought you lost something in the machine. Oh, like no. I thought your bag got stuck I, in the machine. And no. Uh, so he's asking me all about this. He he walks up. The first thing he says, he's like, "All right, so who's the international assassin?" <laughs> 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 That, that would be me. It's a good word to use, too. Yeah. <laughs> no one has throwing stars except for assassins. So. Yeah, yeah. Your first mistake was to admit to it. <laughs> I don't know who else it would be. Like, like we said earlier, confidence or honesty gets yeah. you out of... <laughs> yeah. This was a time to go with confidence. Yeah. Other way. It's me. <laughs> and I will kill you if you don't let me through this checkpoint. No, but I... So he... They had to take photos of all this stuff next to like my ID. I had to, they had to document like the size of everything and like the description of it. I had to sign all these papers, and then they're like, "All right, there's a few options we have. Like we can take this from you right now. We can get rid of it. We can throw it away. Whatever. I don't know. They keep it, or you can pay to have it shipped somewhere." And I was like, "I mean, I'm not gonna find these anywhere, especially not the the knife anywhere else. Like it was a small shop in the small town Indiana. So I'm like, I, I'll I'll ship it." And he's like, all right, it's going to be $25 for each item to ship. And I was like, 
they hardly cost that together. Are you kidding me? Yes, I just shipped a watch at the post office today for eight bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And so, luckily, the guy that I was working with was super nice, and the the throwing start came in like this little pack package, this small pouch, and he let me like squeeze the knife into it and make it one, so it only cost me twenty five to ship both of them. Um, but I had to ship them and. Um, that was I don't know, that was annoying, but <laughs> I thought we were I thought we were done there. I was like I'm a, I'm on every blacklist. When we, when we get to the that we're boarding the plane, they scan everyone's tickets. Everyone's going through fine. They scan my boarding pass, and the machine starts beeping a ton. And the lady has to go in and like manually override it to to let me on the plane. <laughs> so um, yeah, you run like a no fly me. zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no fly list. <laughs> We've. We had struggles going to that conference the past two years. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last year, so Rudy's incident was two years ago. Yeah. Last November when we went, um, one of our friends, Jack, <laughs> this is about five minutes before we're boarding, like we're getting in line to board the plane. Have you heard this, Grant? I have not. Jack, <laughs> so there's like these little air conditioner vents next to the windows at the airport and they're blowing air out. Mm-hmm. And Jack's sitting there playing with his ticket on the air conditioner Like vent. he's like, surfing it. Yeah, he's letting it <laughs> float up into his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, the ticket just turns sideways falls right into the vent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's still plunging at this point, so he was freaking out. His, his boarding pass, five minutes before boarding, just goes into the air conditioner vent, and he just looks you around, making face. sure that nobody else saw it, and everybody saw <laughs> it. <laughs> For whatever reason, I think we were all really tired, and we were all just staring at him, playing with the thing. <laughs> like, mesmerized by it, and all of a sudden, it just dropped along with his heart. Just like, <laughs> he just looked up. It's shocked. It was a real life Polar Express. Moment. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's a correct Christmas movie reference this time, everyone. I appreciate that. That Dude. was that was. We ended up getting it out by like I don't remember how we well, fished it out. Couldn't you just do the email? Thing? Yeah. He. It was. It would have been fine. He could have gotten it reprinted, but like. He was he was so panicked. It was well, the so. The hard funny. thing about the email thing was that we didn't buy the tickets. Yeah, mm. our national office bought it. Yeah, nice. so there probably would have had to been some conversation with whoever actually bought the ticket. Well, I mean, we'd already gotten through, so like we could he could have gone back and got his ticket reprinted. Right, but hell of the whole flight. <laughs> uh, excuse me, we're on a ten minute delay. Uh, someone dropped their ticket in the air conditioner vent, <laughs> <laughs> playing with it like it was a toy. <laughs> Two tickets. <laughs> Oh, boy. But that was yeah. It, it, every time there's something going on NLS, and it's coming up. I can't wait to months. hear what happens this year. I know we won't know. We won't be there. We'll we just won't hear be there. about it. Yep. Oh yeah, because you guys are graduating. Yeah, too old. But I uh, shouldn't even gone last year. Yeah, but oh, and that that was an eventful trip because now I didn't hear the. I still don't hear the end of that. Every time I fly now, it always seems like there's someone that knows that story. It's like. Hey, Rudy, you make sure there's no knives. It's, Even know. at other chapters. But, yeah, at other chapters. And not only that, at other chapters, when we got to NLS, there was a, a magician there that... Um, made Rudy quote, disappear. Yeah, okay. Quote, unquote, made me disappear. That 
I, this is a story for another time, but they were messing with me. And uh, now every time I see someone that was there at NLS, they're always like, oh, oh, where's Rudy? Where's Rudy? I don't see him. I don't see him. Oh, that's funny. Uh, if I hit you, would you know if I'm Yeah. <laughs> we'll make you see me. <laughs> They'll see. We'll make all of you see me. <laughs> this is the new Joker movie. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah. I'm pretty. <laughs> you told me I'm pretty. <laughs> This is my origin story. <laughs> that's that's definitely that's more DC. That's not a Marvel origin story. That's a DC origin story. That's sure. true. Uh, it could be a Marvel Netflix origin story. Yeah, like a yeah. Defenders type it, thing. It could be an either or uh, origin story. I just feel like it's the, Marvel D. Yeah, I feel like DC is is more dark than than Marvel is generally speaking, but Marvel's is definitely better. Mm. Mm. I don't think that's a very hot take. Mm. We can all agree on that one, unlike Halloween. <laughs> Still coming up? Yeah, we'll have to hash that out again. Dude, so far, uh, DC is on the rise, as in The Dark Knight Rises. But that was yeah. in, like, 2012. I know, but I'm saying he's going to he's gonna come <clears throat> back, dude. Robert Patterson is going to play Batman, and he's going to kill it. I guess we'll, time will tell. Well, hopefully he doesn't kill it like the last Batman did. But Ben Affleck. Yeah. But anyway, there's some uh, little, little tidbits, little stories from our lives. Um, get a better idea of who we are. Um, I am not an international assassin. Um, but I am a government conspiracist. Yeah, that's Conspiracist? A conspiracist. <laughs> Just make sure when you travel, travel light. Leave the throwing stars at the door. At the door. Throw them away with your bottled water before you go into security. And um, remember. Check out. Don't be afraid of bulls. Don't be afraid of bulls. They'll mind, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> That's um, not true. And they love to support uh, local, good, reading. local reading opportunities. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. And make bulls sure. support literacy. Yeah. That flowers, flowers last, don't go to waste. Yeah, flowers last longer than a couple They have hours. feelings too. They're alive just as much as we are. Yeah. They don't belong in trash cans. They belong in the hands of lucky ladies. <laughs> and finally? Mere hours after being in the trash can. <laughs> Birds aren't real, but that's for another time. That's just true. You're going to have to explain that at some point. I will explain that that's, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I will woke our, our fans. But yeah, um, hopefully one day you guys will all get to meet Redbeard um, when, when he's out of, out of study mode. He could possibly be Greybeard at that point. Yeah, he could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows at this rate? Um, we might we might end up never seeing him again. It's true. He's so close, but yet so far. So, um, I feel like Mr. Crab singing the SpongeBob when he worked the chum bucket. Oh, <laughs> what? When they sang that song. Across yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was just like not understanding. It but a stuff. grill is not a home. <laughs> this is not, not the, the stove, stove I know. know. <laughs> I would trade it all away <laughs> if you'd come back to stay. I knew yeah. Nick would this the kitchen's song. not the, the same <laughs> without you. <laughs> yep, yep. I knew it's he would know. Just it. I'm going to shout out my friend Mikey because that's like his favorite song in the world and he'll sing it all the time just randomly. He'll be driving in the car, he'll be like quiet for a few seconds and he'll just yell, 
but this grill is not. Good. <laughs> It's good stuff. But well, anyways, uh, we're signing off. Thanks for tuning in to episode three now. Toro, Toro, ole!